Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. What a rainy, terrible Sunday. Yeah, we were just talking before the show started. We have rain here. You have rain there. It's just a gloomy nap day. Good day for games. Or, or well, I, I'm well, leaning or, towards napping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning towards napping. <laughs> I like how I'm like, I got nothing to play. Christina's like, I got all the games to play. Michael's like, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I'm yep. going to sleep. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. No, we we uh we do have some games to chat about, which is good. We've all been playing something new, actually, I think, this week. So we'll have a little mm-hmm. bit to talk about there, which I'm excited to hear. I'm really excited to hear uh both of what you have, both of the games you both have been playing, I'm I really love. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get some some takeaways for that. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, when you finish a game and then you just you watch more videos, <laughs> theories about the yeah. game than how long the game yes. is. That's how you know it's a pretty decent game. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Or you start reading things like before you even really get in depth into the game because you want to understand the lore a bit a, a little bit more. That's kind of what I started to do. Yeah, <laughs> we had very yeah. similar weeks, Christine, and that's what that's what we had yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, before we start talking about the games, let's get into the news for the week. Uh, Back in May, EA's CEO, Andrew Wilson, mentioned that EA was planning to release multiple games to the Nintendo Switch. Well, this past week, they revealed what those seven games are actually going to be. And they're also going to be releasing over the next 12 months. So four we have actually confirmed. That is Burnout Paradise Remastered, which is available now that came out last week or the week before. Apex Legends, which is slotted to come out in the fall. FIFA 21, which is supposed to release October 9th for Xbox and PlayStation, but nothing official has been announced for the Switch yet. Which I have to say, FIFA 21, I'm not super into FIFA games, but I was when I was doing a little research, FIFA's beautiful. It's just such a pretty game. So it'll be interesting to see how well it runs on the Switch. Hmm. And then the last one that uh, EA actually confirmed is called Lost and Random. I never heard of this game. But it looks really cool. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited for this one, and it's slotted for 2021, so probably in the beginning of next year. But I'm gonna keep my eye out for Lost and Random. That looks good. And then also, according to another source that is apparently familiar with the publisher's release date, EA hasn't confirmed this, but this is basically what else has been put out there. The other three games are going to be a remaster of Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, which came out in 2010. That was by Criterion Games. The next one is the third-person multiplayer Pants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville. The last one is a little ambiguous, but it's just an EA Originals title from Volant Studios, which Volant Studios is mine and Michael's neighbor, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, game they put up on the Switch. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. I thought you said pants versus zombies for a second there. I was going to say, I don't remember there being a pants versus zombies game. Never but... never heard of pants versus zombies? <laughs> no, must never. have I like a it, smaller though. title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real indie. <laughs> yeah. Lost in Random. I had no idea what that was, so I looked it up because of this article, and I... It's mm-hmm. something I would really, really enjoy. It it very much reminded me of uh, like a Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas. It has sort of that yeah. sort of claymation stop animation mm-hmm. type look to it. And I'm super excited for that. Um, aside from that, there's I, I would probably try Apex Legends. I played that a little bit on Xbox. It most likely is free. So I'll probably try that a little bit. And definitely, definitely Plants vs. Zombies. I always liked those games. So if that comes out, I'll probably try that. But I, I don't know. It's a good mix of stuff for a little bit of everybody yeah. here. FIFA, I've never been a huge FIFA fan. It is pretty, but not not really for me. I'm not a sports video game person. Mm-hmm. Same with me. I'm not super into the sports games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Apex Legends, I haven't played it all, but I'd definitely give it a check just to see how it runs, you know, mm-hmm. and see. I, I always like to see these types of games when they make the transition. How does the cross play and everything actually check out like you know it's got to be as good as Fortnite. so yeah if it can mm-hmm. if it can do that that'd be cool pants versus zombies done gonna definitely that that one <laughs> gonna get them a best pair of pants uh, i also i will say yeah i agree i was gonna say when i was watching the loss and random reminded me of michael because he's a huge uh, tim burton fan mm-hmm. but it also gives me a little bit of obviously tim burton but i think also maybe that's why we liked little nightmare so much yeah, exactly kind of yeah. has mm-hmm. that vibe and this is some sort yeah. of dice game or something, but that one is cool. So yeah, I'm yeah. pretty excited. 
Uh, yeah, pants versus zombies. That's going to be my, my top pick. <laughs> no, I think Lost and Random is because I didn't know about it. It excites me about this because I know about all it's the other games. Surprise. Yeah, yeah it's a surprise. It reminded me of of uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Any of you guys watch that show? Oh, I do know that. I do know that show. Yes. Yeah, they have these like 3D sections in the show and it looks like Little Nightmares, Lost and Random, like that kind of style. So that's kind of where I go. But it's it's all like the same sort of tone. Well, on to some maybe not as exciting news. Uh, there are many reports. In fact, right after we were re- recording, Christina jumped on our our uh, thread and was like, have you guys seen this? 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 I haven't seen anything, Christina. And then I read mm-hmm. it and I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> the 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 report is coming in saying that Nintendo is going to cut back on mobile games uh, after Animal Crossing success. Not to be confused with Animal Crossing Pocket Caps has said success, but New Horizon success. So in the most recent financial results, obviously, Nintendo is crushing it, especially with the success of Animal Crossing. However, their mobile phone games have been on a decline year over year. Uh, In fact, if we see uh, the revenue change um, for just February 1st to May 31st, which would be the same time period of Animal Crossing, we see Dragalia lost down nearly 40%, Super Mario Run down 25%, even Fire Emblem Heroes, the one game that perhaps could save them is also down about 20%. The only one that's up is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, funnily enough, which w- if, if it wasn't for <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizon, that game would have been just been gone by now. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Everyone is saying that, you know, they have, you know, re- they're reassessing their, their mobile uh, business and strategy. This is according to Bloomberg. And uh, Mr. Furukawa in May said, we're not necessarily looking to continue releasing many new applications for the mobile market. Said instead, they're pledging support um the games that are already in existence continue efforts to maximize the use of the ips i mean this all makes sense to me uh in general i don't think nintendo even likes making mobile games i think that they i think they never liked it i think that they wanted to make super mario run and they're like this is going to be great because it's what it's what we envision a mario game on mobile is and then they did it Mm -hmm. and then people don't want to pay money on mobile you know like for a big upfront purchase they like Mm -hmm. everyone's all microtransactions and then I think yeah. they did a bunch of microtransaction games. And then I think that they were like, I don't like it. I, I don't like it. Uh, but that to be said, had they made billions of dollars off of Fire Emblem and, and Mario Kart 7 and Mario Kart Tour or whatever, I'm, I'm sure their tune would have changed. But uh, at the same time, I don't know. I, I As long as Nintendo can continue to make $60 games and sell those $60 games and make money and be awesome, yeah, I think that's awesome. You know, I think mm-hmm. that that's they're doing fantastic. And and I that's what the types of games I want to play from them. Anyways, I, I you know, me, I'm not a big mobile gamer in general. I did love Super Mario Run. Maybe I'll redownload that again. Um, but I have no, you know, no, no games on my on my phone. So yeah. I, I'm OK with it. But I do think that the opportunity missed that was one of the original reasons that Nintendo wanted to get into the mobile market was a compliment. It was a complimentary um, addition to um, the game that exists and also a way to bring a younger generation into the Nintendo family. Right. So if you have um, Gen Z and, and kids, but I don't know what, what I don't know, Gen AA, like before that, um, <laughs> I don't know what the generation before that is. I'm going to go with AA. Uh, you know, they may not know about Nintendo IP. So getting them on their mobile phone and then in. But I guess. My question is, like, is that even a concern? Like, or are their parents just buying them, you know, switches and shoving, you know, Animal Crossing in their face? You know, well, I would say as an intro to it, that makes sense. But I think if the game is big enough, I mean, if you look at Animal Crossing, everybody became aware of it. Everybody jumped in on it and there had nothing to do with Pocket Camp. So if the game is big enough on Switch, it's going to break through any of those sort of age barriers where everybody will become aware of it. It'll just become this thing that you want to be a part of. I think them stepping away from mobile makes total sense. Like you said, Super Mario Run was probably their most Nintendo-like game, and it was considered a failure, not because it was not good, but just because 
you know, it didn't make as much money as they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And it was probably their most accurate to Nintendo. It was Nintendo game. It felt like a Nintendo game on a phone. Dragalia Lost is an awesome IP, great characters, great stuff, but the game itself falls flat. That should be on Switch. It should be a fully fleshed out RPG on Switch, just not limited by mobile and i think mobile's hurting them i think in general it's hurting nintendo because the games just aren't what you associate to be a nintendo caliber game they're just watered down versions of something that people actually want and uh and i think in the long run it just maybe did more damage than good because people played them and they were kind of like well it was fun for a little bit but i'm over this I wonder if Nintendo like got into the mobile market. They saw it as almost a necessary evil to be relevant in just mm-hmm. the game industry in general right now. And so they did it and now they're just rolling their eyes and they're just like, whatever, we're over it. Let's move on. Well, yeah, they realized like oh, yeah. Animal Crossing did better than any game ever in history, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so we don't need this. You know, and and yeah, I'm hoping yeah. that it wasn't just because of sort of the time that Animal Crossing came out. I'm sure whatever the next Nintendo game they're going to keep. It's not like this was their first hit, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. those numbers probably got had a benefit because of the pandemic. But I don't think that was a fluke. Everybody had been looking forward to Animal Crossing. I think Pokemon Snap will be a huge hit for them as well. And Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with mobile. I do think, like you said, a compliment would have been nice. I do think that a lot of these games would be awesome if they had a mobile compliment. Not saying that it's a game version necessarily, but they have this Nintendo app. And there's been many times I wish that Nintendo app was better um like used for these games how many times would it be great to use the nintendo app to jump in and you know see what is that nook's uh cranny or whatever and see what's going on on your island not to play the game necessarily but a companion for it and they just don't they don't do that yeah kind of like an app that's a game guide for the game you buy and the game guide is free but it's like a companion to the the, sixty dollar big big boy that you get you know sure Sure. I mean, there's yeah, a million times yeah. we've talked about it when we were playing um, a lot where it's like, I just don't have access to my Switch all day long. And you have these things happening mm-hmm. in the game that are limited to that. You know, those things could have been done where you almost had like a turn up uh, stock market on your phone where you could have bought, buy and sell yeah. right from your phone. And that kind of got ported over to the game when you opened it up. Or why can't I shop? from my phone and then it's just in the game when i Mm -hmm. get back to my game why can't i do things like that same thing with uh mario maker why can't i browse game levels that i want to play and maybe favorite them and stuff and that way they're downloaded when i get home so i can just fire it up and play stuff there's i feel like there's a lot that they could do in the mobile arena that is a compliment to nintendo and what they do with their games that feels very new and refreshing and not just oh it's a fire emblem gotcha game like every other gotcha game that's out there i agree i agree i agree now speaking of all the other games that are out there we did get a big announcement the pokemon company did tease that there was going to be another announcement after the announcement we got last week and everybody was excited there was all kinds of you know theories going around of what it was going to be maybe we'll get another uh pokemon let's go version something like that as it turns out it is not that the pokemon company decided to team up with tencent and they announced a moba where you can play 5v5 and if you're not familiar a moba is a multiplayer online battle arena not uh unlike arena of valor which both Mots and I have played and, and we liked it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it, League of Legends, any of those kind of games. That's essentially what this new Pokemon Unite is. I'm not I don't hate that idea, but I definitely don't think this is what people were excited for or even remotely <laughs> asking for. This is hadn't it came out of nowhere that this is happening, but this is being developed by Tencent's Timmy, 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 Timmy. I don't, I don't T-I-M-I. Know. Yeah, T-I-M-I Studios. Timmy? 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 Timmy. I like Timmy. That seems Timmy. Good. Okay. Timmy Studios. <laughs> uh, this is the same studio that's behind the other free-to-play games like Honor of Kings, Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, this is going to be another free-to-start game. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of in-game purchases. And it will be on Switch. And despite what we just said, it'll also be on mobile. So there was no release date yet 
But uh, yeah, what do you are you excited? Are you interested? Are you hating this Pokemon Unite? I mean, I, personally, I could care less. But what bothered me about it, because <laughs> I'm I'm not super into MOBA games just in mm-hmm. general. But yeah. um, I think you know that they had a hole in the market, and they're like, yeah, let's do a Pokemon version of it. It'll be great. It'll be a hit. But I think it got a lot of backlash because of the way that they presented this. So the week before, they have all these great things coming out. They have something for everyone that's Pokemon related. And they're like, oh, and then Pokemon Snap. And everybody's been waiting for Pokemon Snap for forever. Mm-hmm. Except for me. I didn't know about it. But moving on. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that, they're like, but wait, we have something for you in a week. And they're like, oh, well, this has to be better than Pokemon Snap because everybody's been wanting that. So they have a whole week. Of just people getting super hyped and 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 going back and forth saying, "What is it going to be? What is it going to be?" Building that like excitement, and then there's they they announce this, and not only do they announce it, they're basically just we're working on this, and we have no other information for you. Yep. <laughs> so it's the same level of information as Pokemon Snap, but because of all the excitement with Pokemon Snap, you'd think they would have flipped these things. So Pokemon Snap had its own presentation, and then Pokemon Unite was in the previous week before. It just seems so weird that they did it the way they did it yeah i can agree with that it definitely seems like snap has a bigger potential has the bigger following you know that Mm -hmm. they should have maybe released made that announcement this week i like i said i'm not against this you know mons and i had fun with arena valor for like i don't know a day and uh -hmm. i'll try it it's going to be free to start so i'm okay with that i don't have anything against it it seems like a decent fit Right. There's a ton. There's a million characters. So it makes sense that you can have different classes. You typically fight Pokemon as it is. So this makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just I just think, like you said, the tone was wrong. The, the timing was wrong. They they built this up as if it was going to be something else. And it just wasn't. And that's what is really against this. You know, I think there's a lot of yeah. people that are excited for MOBAs. Um, and it could be okay. I, I don't love Tencent getting their fingers in everything, to be honest, but I, th- I think that's unavoidable at this point. Mm, I think it's amazing for everybody. I'm so excited for it. I think it's so cool. Why not? It's the first time that there's been a MOBA Pokemon game. Sure. And, you know, Tencent does good. I mean, whatever. It's like, you know, they, they know what they know how to build. They know how to make the game. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, like you said, you can't really be mad at that. I mean, it would be nice if there was a release date, you know, that would yeah. be cool. But I, I do like that it's crossplay. I mean, I don't remember the last time that there was a crossplay Nintendo game on Switch and mobile at the same time. I mean, yeah. granted, this is a Pokemon company game, right? It's not a Nintendo game. Yeah, it's not a Nintendo but game. Right, right. Technically, I don't know. I still don't. We said how that worked, and I still forget how that works. Yeah, but. they just own a portion <laughs> of the the Pokemon company. I think it's, I looked it up earlier. It was like 32% is owned by Nintendo. So they don't, they don't have a decide, mm-hmm. you know, they can easily be, they could have said, we only want this on switch. And the majority mm-hmm. would say, no, we're putting out mobiles too. See, look at that. We just said that Nintendo's not investing in mobile and then boom, Pokemon unite. That's right. So, granted, it's the Pokemon, <laughs> the cup, co- the Pokemon company loves mobile games. They're yeah. all about it. They're well, like, look at go. Sure. Everything. Right. I mean, that they're That's crushing true. it still. Anyways, I'm excited for it. Why not? Extending the Pokemon news. It seems like a lot of people who have been buying the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansions have been accidentally buying the wrong ones. And at first, Nintendo is saying, sorry, we can't refund you. It's policy. (laughs) If you have Sword, you have Shield, you have to buy the correct expansion pass to go with your version of Pokemon Sword and Shield. And if you didn't, it wouldn't work properly. So if you had Sword and then you bought the Shield expansion, it wouldn't work. But Nintendo recently finally after a lot of people giving them a lot like a hard time about it um nintendo of america tweeted that people can contact customer support if they bought the wrong expansion pass in order to receive a refund so they are refunding people but it just took them a really long time to decide that for some reason but anybody out there who is spending money on anything you should probably pay attention to what you're spending your money on and don't just buy something willy-nilly read (laughs) just yeah. just in general <laughs> you know i will say i did look at the listing for it it is kind of confusing if you were to just go into the store it, you know they're there and i'm still mm-hmm. kind of c- confused i mean i know you got to buy them separately right it, it would have been nice if they just been like here's the bundle for either game and this is the problem with pokemon Sword yeah. and Shield. it can't just be one game it's gotta be two games right like mm-hmm. this was their, their opportunity maybe just to do one 
like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess it wouldn't be the same, but Pokemon, you could call it Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like, boom, that's that's the name of the game. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is it is tricky. And in fact, what what they should I mean, what would have been nice, easy fixes. Hey, we see that you don't own Pokemon Shield. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like do like a, a little notification or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could have gave a notice. They can tell me when a game is available to uh, play that was pre-downloaded on my Switch that did a quick check. Why wouldn't they do the same thing? Say, mm-hmm. okay, you're about to buy this. We're going to run a quick check. Yep, this is compatible with the version you currently have, and proceed. Mm-hmm. Seem, seems like that would be more user friendly than saying oh you bought the wrong one and again to what christina said i mean it is user error sometimes as well i mean pay attention but uh it seems more user friendly for them to run the check and make sure that it is compatible with the version that is currently on a switch and then you won't have this error in either way uh well it looks like i got all the depressing stories this week um (laughs) i guess i I guess i mean you know there's a whole hour-long smash brothers um, you know, featurette this week, which is cool. They announced a bunch of stuff. Uh, disappointingly, they announced Min Min. I mean, to some people, they really want a Min Min as the next fighter from Arms. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's fine. So much for uh, Twintel, but the, obviously, you know, characters are in you know in production for a long, long time. Yeah, long time. But come on, Nintendo, step up your game. I, I just put now you got put in more characters. You know, you got the ability to do it. Anyways, mm-hmm. Min Min uh, available now. Uh, you can grab that either in the U.S. or in Europe or wherever you're at. Uh, you can uh, get a standalone pack uh, or you can get the second fighter pass. Uh, and there also are some new me outfits coming to the game, too, which is kind of cool from Fallout, uh, Tekken, Splatoon and Arms. I like that. I like that. I always like the me outfits. I don't play as the me characters, but I always thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is an hour hour long video if you would like to watch an hour of of uh <laughs> of the character unveil and everything about Min Min. Uh, if you don't know Min 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 is from Min Min is from Arms, which is the one of the launch games, launch ish games of a fighter fighting game with long spring arms, which is uh, quite cool. How did they drag it out to be an hour long <laughs> for an announcement like this? When you put Sakurai in front of a camera, that's all you need. So. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> now, something that I am actually looking forward to and excited to see something happening is we're getting an Animal Crossing update coming out in July. It's actually going to be out on July 3rd, and we can now finally swim and dive. I know in the previous versions, I believe you could do both of these already. They were in the game from the beginning, and now we're getting it as sort of an update, which is cool. We had been going back and forth, and we were talking about the dive suit and all of this other stuff that we noticed. We noticed, you know, rocks in the water and we kind of started speculating and not playing the previous version. I didn't know that that was a feature that was already in another game. So I'm excited to see this come back. A lot of people kind of said, wow, this version of Animal Crossing feels sort of half done because there was things missing. So I'm sure those people will now be excited as well. In addition to that, you're going to be able to get new um, uh, things for the museum off of the ocean floor, like scallops and stuff like that, shells, things like that. And there's a new character that we're going to be meeting. It's an otter. And they are going to give you uh, recipes for underwater themed stuff, which who doesn't want more recipes? I have so many recipes I can't <laughs> even do anything with right now that now I get more recipes. Their Gulliver has changed his outfit. He's no longer a little sailor. Now he's a pirate, which, okay, that's cool. And uh, they also promised another update in August. So we're getting more and more stuff. I think that's fantastic. Me, personally, I have not turned on Animal Crossing in several weeks. I probably will fire this up for the update just to kind of fart around a little bit and see what's changed and pick up all my weeds because i'm sure my island is a mess but <laughs> i i don't know i how about you are you guys i, I know Mots, you've been playing it still i think christina is kind of similar to me where we've kind of fallen off a little bit i we we talked about this before that we started the podcast we're at about 200 hours you know give or take each and uh I don't, I don't know. I just don't have, I really love the game. I can still appreciate the game, but I don't know what's going to make me come back and be back in it every day, buying turnips and doing the whole thing. And I'm not sure I'm there anymore. Well, I mean, for me, I am still in the turnip game very slowly. I just, you know, I've been still doing that. I, I think for me, 
I I've played it a lot slower. Yeah, you know, helps, not that yeah. you not that you two like rush through it, but I think that that I, you know, I just got KK a few weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just now building paths and I just laid down my final, you know, uh, place for my uh, um, people to join on my island. So I've maxed them out. Right. And I've just been kind of playing a little bit slower. But even with that, I still am checking it a lot less, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, overall. So I'm, I kind of jump in for shorter periods of time. I just feel like now I'm sort of just getting to a point where life's kind of busier and mm-hmm. it's always been busy, I guess. But it's there. I am excited for this because it gives me more new things to do. But I haven't terraformed anything. I haven't done anything. So I feel like I'm in a good spot to continue and catch up to you two. Mm-hmm. But then I think... Once I catch up to you two, I'd probably be in the same spot. And but hopefully by that time, there's new stuff like this. And they also hinted at a new August update. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. there's going to be even more new stuff. And like this morning, I woke up and there's a rock in my path. Why is there a rock in my path? That's not cool. Um, so, you know, there's things like that that are that are good. Uh, and Heather's still playing. She did the 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 bug hunt thing, which I did not do. But she she did it like four times. So it must have nice. been pretty fun, I think. So. Uh, yeah, and I'm still learning a few things here and there, like KK slider, like showed up on Friday because the bug hunt was on Saturday mm-hmm. and there's like all these Twitter threads on it, which I thought was really funny. Uh, <laughs> like what is, I think the game's broken and, and even Heather's like the game's broken. I don't know. Why is he here? Uh, so that's kind of fun. But you know, I think for me, I think what I ended up doing too, that's making me play even more is that I really like messed up my island. Like I just planted trees everywhere and have coconut trees everywhere. And then, you know, I so did the surfboards everywhere uh <laughs> I, you know and it, it just is a disaster so i ended up do, spending a lot of time restructuring but it's not like that's fun like oh i'm mm-hmm. gonna you know like dig up all the trees like why am i digging up all these trees i don't know yeah uh, but there's things like that uh but i am definitely enjoying it still um i will say though when the when it's raining in the game I, i'm not really up to play it because it's already raining in the real world i don't need to rain <laughs> yeah so like if there was a mode to be like oh always be happy on my island can i can i turn that on please and then that would be that would be nice but i will say this it was my birthday last week and uh has i guess for either of you has it has it been your birthday in real life in the game yet oh no no it hasn't oh it's the best it's as I, I, I tweeted, so. I, I tweeted from the the dispatch po- uh, Twitter account. It's the best. It's the best thing that will ever happen to you in the game ever. It's fantastic. So, That's cool. That's I yeah. am super excited for, like, I guess, a real world events, uh, holidays and birthdays. Mm. Those things I, I'm I cannot wait for. And I am that's definitely going to pull me back into the game. Um, but the, like you said, the day to day, it's I mean, for one, it's it's summer, obviously. So we're not really um, I, at least for me, I don't play games as much during the summertime. They're just other things that take my time. So that could be part of it. And when I do want to play, I, I want to play something else. So that's that's a big factor. But for the holidays, I I am really cannot wait for Halloween and Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm. Like some of the big, big events that I can see. Like right now, it's what wedding season in the game. That's not, that's not a draw for me. I I don't care about that, but uh, you know, another holiday may be. How about you, Christina? So I did say that when the Bioshock collection came out, I wanted to get like a five star island before then. And I did that. And ever since I did that, I'm good. I'm playing Bioshock now. I've moved on. Mm-hmm. But I have I have gone in the game, I think one or two times just to clean up my island, check in with my villagers. Um, I've gotten lucky on a day I checked in. It was someone's birthday. So I wrapped a gift for them and stuff like that. So I still enjoy the game. It's not that I'm over it completely. I'm still going to go in once in a while and do stuff. Because my favorite thing about the game is kind of having a, a list of things to do and checking off that list. So I feel like I've been productive for the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much the only reason I will go into the game is for new stuff. Kind of similar to Michael. Like I'm excited for the new update, the July update. Um, but other than that, I'm going into like fish and collect things before they're they're gone. I want to max out my museum as soon as I can, uh, which I, I need. To, there's a couple sharks I still need to catch. I hope that they're not leaving in July. I might need to play over the next couple of days, but <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty much my my level of interest in the game is I still like it. I'll hop in once in a while, but it's not something I need to go and play every day or get turnips every week or anything like that. I don't need to do every tournament. I didn't do the bug tournament. 
though the next fishing tournament i will be doing because i really enjoyed that mm-hmm. that's, that's, uh, yeah. that's pretty much my feelings on it yeah it, the the fishing tournament was fun because you can make all the bait ahead of time and you can really yeah. just reel them yeah. in and then what mm-hmm. heather was saying she did the bug hunt and she said that it was fun but wasn't as fun as the as the fish because of that because you actually had to run all over all right. And then all of your island people are also there. So sometimes there's like a bug. She was, she was like, she's like, sometimes there's like a bug near a person. You keep like whacking them in the head or whatever, <laughs> trying to get it. And you're like, I give up. And then you like end up talking to them. You're like, oh, there goes 10 seconds of my time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I sort of missed out on that. So I, I do, I agree. I, I think that it seems as if Nintendo is sort of doing these monthly updates, right? Because they're like, okay, what's the next holidays? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to get some for 4th of July? Are we going to get some for, you know, what else, right? And, and yeah. if anything, at least the first or the beginning of the month, you can kind of hop in and like, oh, what's new? What's this mm-hmm. or whatever? Right. And pick up all those um, those weeds. But yeah. And hopefully <laughs> all of your your islanders are there. But I'm excited that they're supporting it and it's not going away. And um, by looking at this uh, top 10 list, it looks like it's not going anywhere, Christina. Nope. Animal Crossing is still number one. And then for the rest of the list. <laughs> Two is SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom, which Amazing. I think came out last week or the week before. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, third is Minecraft Dungeons. Fourth, Minecraft right next to each other this week. Fifth is Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. Six came out last week. Duke Nukem 3D, the 20th anniversary world tour. It's also 50% off right now. Did you end up picking it up, Mots? Oh, yeah, I definitely got it. Didn't play it yet, <laughs> but it's definitely sitting there looking at my looking, looking at me and I cannot wait to play it. Seventh was Super Mario Party. Eighth, Elliot Quest. Never heard of this game before. Uh, ninth is Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. And tenth is Star Wars Racer. Hmm. And then we had one other new game in the top 30, which was Summer in Mara, which a lot of people I know are really excited for. Uh, and that was in 23rd on the list. So that's it for the top 10. Now we got new releases we're into this ne- this week, and it doesn't seem like we're into very many of them. Uh, I have no checks. I also have no checks. <laughs> I, I also have no checks. Yeah. So I went through. All right, went, let's move on. No. <laughs> I went through the list and tried to figure out something that was uh, decent or interesting. And whew, it, it's a tough one. It's a tough week. There's nothing. Play some of those games that you have in your backlog this week. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's a very small short list this week, too. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I, I agree. Compared to last week, this is a yeah. trimmed down list of things. There's like some bundles and whatnot. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't couldn't even couldn't not even a single check. So yeah. sorry. Sorry. This yeah. may be the first week. Womp womp. In history. That we have no yeah. checks at all. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, a lot of people probably have those backlogs. This is a perfect week. If you're itching to play something new, play one of those games because there's just not anything of uh, that stood out to us anyway for this week. But that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you play in. And I, I'll go first because I have the least amount. Once again, I have been playing the usual games, which are three Minecraft Dungeons. But I also started Pokemon Cafe Mix. We talked about this a little bit last week where it's sort of a puzzle game, very cutesy. And I will say it is uh, actually decent. I played it maybe, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes, something like that, because you're still trying to get through all of the beginning. I want to get to the game, you know, where I'm actually just playing. You're not telling me, well, okay, now you're going to do this. Now you're going to do that. So I wanted to get past all of that part. I will say I like the art style quite a bit, actually. It's very charming. And the game itself is is has more depth to the puzzles than I thought, because when we saw that trailer, you basically just have somebody like doing their finger and circling it around and collecting everything. There is a time limit so you can collect as much as you can by swirling it and like you're chaining together all of the different Eevee faces or Pikachu faces. They're all basically Pokemon heads that you're trying to collect. And there's a time bar that's kind of decreasing while you're trying to collect as many as you can. And then once it does it, you know, it activates them all, counts them as being collected. So you, there is a, uh, I guess some sort of strategy to it because in certain different beverages that you're making, at least what, what I've seen so far, there's sugar cubes and things like that, that are kind of in the way that you need to break. And so if you, if you collect a bunch of heads, And then you kind of need to drag them close to the block. So when they explode or get counted, they they chip away at the sugar blocks. So essentially, the the, the way the puzzle works 
is a customer comes in, they request something, you get a recipe. So it's maybe 15 EVs, one Pikachu and three sugars. Uh, so then you say, okay, well now you see the puzzle. The puzzle has a ton of EVs, a couple Pikachus, a couple other Pokemon, and then maybe there's four sugar cubes in the middle. So you have to quickly do that. And you have a limited number of moves in order to do it. Not unlike Mario, uh, Dr. Mario, you know, where you're trying to solve the puzzle, but you only have a limited amount of moves to be able to do it. This game is similar in that way. And then as you went, when you're finally finished making your drink, the customer is either happy or you have to redo it or whatever happens. If you have to redo it, you use one of your five um, hearts, I guess. That's probably like your daily energy. So that's where the money is going to start coming in, the real world money. Because once you're done with those five, I'm assuming you can do an in-app purchase where you can buy more so you can play more that day. And if you do it correctly, you level up their friendship meter. Once they become good enough friends, you can either like pull them into the company and they'll they'll work for you. And when if they work for you, they have better stats during to do something. So maybe like I had an Eevee. Eevee is sort of your start starter Pokemon, I guess. They can do whatever okay. But then I also got a Charmander. Charmander is good at making tea drinks. So you get a bonus when you're making those tea drinks. So you get more hearts or more stars or friendship points or whatever they are when you serve a drink to a Pokemon that was looking for tea. So there, you're, you you do seem like have le- levels of strategy, which is kind of fun. I th- didn't think that was going to be very in-depth or very good to begin with. And it does seem like they kind of fleshed it out more. I will say that this is touchscreen only. There is no other way to play it. So you're forced to play it handheld on your Switch. And I then, because of that, I downloaded it from my phone. And I think this is going to be a much, much better mobile game than a Switch game. Only because the touchscreen only, why even have it on your Switch then? Because now you're so limited into when you can even play it. I would much prefer have it on my phone. It feels very much like mm-hmm. a mobile game with having the, you know, the daily counter for how many hearts you can play and and all that kind of stuff. It feels very much like a mobile game. So I would suggest playing this. It is fun. It's free. But I would I would I would say you would probably enjoy it more on your phone. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes I mean mm-hmm. I did feel as though it was very touchy you know just a touchy type of game so yeah and and it's 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 only like you can't even go into menus by hitting you know select or something on your control like there nothing it works there is no buttons that work so it's literally only Um. touch control but like i said it's it is fun and it's well done and uh it's has more depth than i thought it would so last week after the podcast, I played a little Animal Crossing. And then what I said before, there was someone's birthday. It was cute. It was a very short-lived, like maybe half an hour, and that was it. Uh, and then I finished playing Bioshock 2. And I still have the same feel- same feelings as last week where I like the first game better than the second one. But they're both still extremely good. And I still recommend both for everybody to play them. Um, now, I decided to take a little bit of break from the Bioshock games before I jumped into Infinite. and. I bought Night in the Woods a little while ago. It was on sale. And I finished that game this week. So (laughs) my overall feelings on the game is it's cute. It had great creative direction. The art style is awesome. The music's really good. I love the colors in the game. All that stuff is is wonderful. It's lovely. I hated everything else. (laughs) And because of that, I feel like I missed something. Because when this game first came out, I think it was in like 2017, 2016, Everybody seemed super excited for it and they loved it. And that's why I was excited when I saw it on sale. Cause I was like, oh, I can finally play this game. I mean, was I missing something? Because this game, it's very slow to the point where you'd be like in the middle of doing a task and you're like really into it and you're like walking and, and you're just in this really creepy atmospheric cave. And then these characters keep talking back and forth, but you can't keep walking while they're talking. You have to click through and like confirm by hit, hitting Y that you read what they said. And it's just like that all the time. And not only that, but the characters are really annoying. (laughs) They're very angsty. Like, we get it. You don't like your life. You hate where you live. Okay, do something about it. But the characters never actually do anything. And then on top of that, the whole story is very segmented. And just, I don't really understand what happened. The ending was like, what did I just play? I don't understand. Like, 
there's some cult thing, but they don't actually do anything about it. It's just very, it's not for me. <laughs> I guess that's how I can end that. So I, I'm curious if anybody else did play the game, like our listeners, did I miss something? Because I feel like I kind of did. Uh, but yeah, and then after that happened, I was like, all right, I want to play something that's going to be a little more uplifting, but also kind of short-lived. So I also got One Ski Lifts Go Wrong a little while ago. And the controls in that are very frustrating to get used to. Uh, they have this this thing where, for those people who are unfamiliar with the game, you build ski lifts and you have these different um, mechanics to build the ski lifts. And if you want to build like a platform, you have to, it's either X or Y. And the fact that I don't know which one it is, is probably the issue. Um, you can hold on a joint and then if you hold down Y on a joint and you pull up, you can like extend it. But if you hold down X, it destroys the whole thing. So I keep get, like between those two, it doesn't seem very intuitive. And just overall, the controls are all over. Um, I feel like this game would have been better as just as touchscreen. Uh, or, or having some sort of touchscreen implemented into it. Maybe there is, and I just didn't figure it out. But it, it's similar to the same issue I had with Turmoil. It's just the controls don't make sense. And it's very clear to me that this was like a PC first type of game. Um, and then uh, lastly, I bought The Gardens Between because I had my eye on that for a while and it seemed like a nice calming puzzle game. So we'll see how I end up feeling about that one when I finally play it. And then because I had bad luck with and Skios Go Wrong Night in the Woods, I was like, you know, I'm just I'm just jumping in Infinite. And I started playing that last night and I love it so far. And I was chatting with my sister about it and she were talking about some of the lore about it. And don't worry, she didn't spoil too much for me, <laughs> but I, I'm loving it so far. So that's been my gaming adventures for the week. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it seems like Bioshock yeah. is still winning out. It's the, it's the way to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. How, how much far into Infinite? Um, I think I played probably about three hours, but I'm also really slow because I really like taking it all in and exploring and I don't want to miss any mm. of the silver coins or anything like that. I, I got to the part where you are about to see Elizabeth, I think. And I'm assuming it's the that... prettiest one. Oh, it's gorgeous. It looks it, every time I, I open a game on the switch and I, 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 do, I don't expect it to look as good as it does this game, especially it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, to the is level it the prettiest, where is it the prettiest you've played on switch i think so yeah yeah nice. definitely i mean i mean breath of the wild is beautiful in its own way but this is just the style of this it's it's the most beautiful game i've played on the switch and it stuns me how beautiful it is and how well it performs on the switch so far it's just crazy man that little tiny thing can run a game like that so well mm -hmm. <laughs> it always surprises me yeah, but it's pretty exciting, Ben. It's it's nice yeah, to know that yeah. there was, you know, uh, granted, it's an older game. It's not like it just came out or anything, but it's really nice that it's so well represented on the Switch. It makes me even more excited yeah. to pick up this this bundle. I haven't finished that one, so I'm really excited to finish it. And I know I'll finish it if I at least have it on my Switch. Yeah, it, I'm really excited to continue playing this game. And I would say anybody, even if you have played Bioshock before, I personally, I want to go back and play one again. It was so good. Mm -hmm. So anybody who has played Bioshock before, like I definitely recommend picking up this whole collection. I mean, it's three amazing games mm -hmm. for the price of one. And and they're oh, they're just so good. So I recommend it to anybody who has played it before or definitely hasn't played it before to pick up this collection. It's it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I really need to pick it up at some point. I'm really hoping on a yes, sale for it. I'm the same. Yeah. I will yeah. do that. I'm also excited for that you bought Gardens Between, so I'll see how that is. I've, I've... Yeah, I've been wanting that one for a while. I had my eye on it when it was in a one of those late Nintendo. Not wasn't an indie showcase. I'm not. I'm not sure. One of those videos that they do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I immediately was like, "Oh yeah, this looks good." And it's been on sale a few times. So this time I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna get it because I clearly want it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Well, I uh, I finished Firewatch busted through it uh oh right boy. before right before my birthday i said i'm gonna finish this game which was pretty easy because i, I was almost done with it already because it, it really <laughs> is a pretty short game it's like you know three to four hours yeah i think you could short. spend more more time if you're just looking around doing stuff uh mm -hmm. but it's super duper good everyone should buy this game uh it's excellent and i i did try to live stream uh, my computer was having problems so i didn't get to go through it but i was trying to live stream uh me finishing the game uh but 
even even the like 15 minutes I was able to get before my computer went on fire. Uh, people were like, oh, I love, you know, I love the look of this game. I love the feel of this game. And uh, it's super great. I mean, uh, I got through it. Uh, the Delilah Henry shenanigans, the story. Uh, I tried to explain the story to Heather and and uh, I guess you have to play it to kind of understand the, the moment of it in time. It is very strange. I did end up watching a lot of fan theories. Uh, mm-hmm. If you haven't played it yet, there's a part in which, you know, Delilah is like delivering a walkie talkie to you, but it's on the farthest south of the map and she's on the north side of the map. Like, and that would be like a 14 or 15 mile hike. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like there's a bunch of parts that if you go and think about it, like if you just spend time to say like, how did she get down here? How did this happen? Or, or why did this happen? And why are there footprints? You know, why is it kind of someone following you here, but never again? You can sort of see some oddities in in the game. Some people think that the game has a lot to do with society and drinking and um, depression and and things like that for for Henry's character. And uh, I do like the decisions that go into the game. Again, I don't know how much that affects the outcome. I do want to play through it again just to maybe pick different things. And now I could obviously play it faster because I know exactly what to do Mm -hmm. Uh, there. There's a lot of unanswered questions. So if you're, you know, coming into Firewatch, that was one thing that I was told ahead of time that that it kind of ends abruptly and mm-hmm. it, it does end abruptly. But or does it, you know, um, it, it kind of starts very abruptly, too. So, you know, as as as, as soon as it starts abruptly, it ends abruptly. It, there's no there's no closure in the entire game. And I think that's what they wanted for some reason. And I don't know why, but it is a. A beautiful game. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and it's one of those games in which I enjoyed because it was sort of like Untitled Goose Game in which you can't die. You can't really get things wrong. And you continuously learn as you go through. So a good example is I kept forgetting that I had a camera. You, you get a camera, a disposable camera. And I forget to take pictures. And there, there's really you don't need to take pictures of anything. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but at the end of the game, it will show you all the photos that you took. And I had like one, you know, the <laughs> one that they tell you to take. So I was like, oh, I could go back and I could take like a photo of this deer that I saw or this other thing just kind of would be kind of cool as a mm. remembering the game. So I'll definitely probably play it again. Maybe I'll live stream the whole playthrough and, and go through it. Yeah. It'll be hard for me to get through the beginning again. But uh, there's that. I know, Christina, you've watched people play it a lot. And Michael, you've played it. I don't know mm-hmm. if you now that it's kind of. I've gone through it. Is there anything that I, I missed or that, you know? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, in general, I had the same sense where once it was over, it's not that it's, I think it's very intentional the way you feel when it's done. I think that is intentional yeah. on their part. I think you're meant to feel sort of, um, it's almost like a sense of uneasiness and sort of, as if things are not, you know, you you kind of want it to end a certain way, and it definitely doesn't end that way. At least that's what mm-hmm. I wanted. And you kind of, life doesn't always go the way you want it to go. And I think that's sort of the message of the entire game. And the game makes you feel that way. It actually makes you feel a sense of loss. It makes you feel a sense of like bonding and friendship. And then- um, I don't know. There's just a lot of s- emotion that's wrapped up in such a simple, short story where you genuinely are uh, intrigued and excited by the mystery of things that are happening around you. And, you know, because of that, you're bonding with somebody and you want that to go in a good place. And you're obviously driven out there by loss of, of you know, a loved one. And I think you really start to feel those actual emotions. And like you said, when it was done, you're kind of, I know when it was done, I just sat there for a little while. And then I started looking Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff up because I just wanted more. I wanted more of the story. I wanted more of, you know, what, what, what are people thinking? Did anybody else experience these, you know, feelings from this game as well as I did? Did they have questions? And, uh, and I think that all goes towards being a, a good story as opposed to like, oh, they just ended this. And I didn't feel like there was, you know, enough being told. I think I think it was very intentional what was being told. I agree. It's one of those games where like the storytelling is so good and hits you so hard. 
you don't just when you're done playing, you don't just set your switch down or, or just walk away and move on. It's one of those games that you have to sit down and really reflect on what you just experienced. Similar to games like Soma was another one where when mm, you're done yeah, Soma was playing, like you just kind of have to sit there and you really think about it like it, it hits you in a way you don't expect it to. Um, and I, I personally love when games do that. Yeah, Firewatch is it's one of those where you like you said, Michael, you just kind of have to sit there and, and think about it for a second and you want to look stuff up like you want more. They mm-hmm. they leave you wanting more, which, yeah, yeah. it was great. great. I agree. Intentional. Mm-hmm. Great story overall. And, the, and, I, and I assume you give it a would you. There's a lot of factors that seem going into this to be in like one of your favorite games, Mots, aside from it just being like the length of it, which I thought was fitting for this. But it seems like you genuinely enjoyed this one. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed every moment of it. I love even, Mm -hmm. you know, how abruptly some of the days end and how abruptly some of the days are short. Mm -hmm. You wake up and then 30 seconds later, it's like day 52. I really enjoyed the loading screen for Mm -hmm. some reason. (laughs) I I can't really describe it, but it really... uh, really hit me. And then I, the, the, the music and ambiance of it also really got me too. So I really overall enjoyed this game a lot. I would definitely put it nice. in a top, top 10 list. That nice. is for sure. And it, it is, is a must own. I mean, if you have a switch, it, it plays beautifully. There are a little graphical hiccups here and there, but uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastical. And if, I mean, it, I got it on sale for about six bucks, which is a steal of a game. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I think it's back up to full price now, but it's very, very good. Um, yeah, besides that, like I said, I've been playing some Animal Crossing. I also also did buy Heather Summer on Shiba Island. Uh, oh, nice. And Uh-oh. I definitely bought it. It was on sale, 20% <laughs> off, $7.99. And uh, she, I was like, check your home screen. She's like, how do I do that? And um, and she <laughs> she was like, oh, my gosh. And uh, it was it was very much mi- mixed emotions, like we said last week, because she mm. hates when I buy games. But then she saw Shiba's. And she turned it on and she started playing it and she loved every second of it. It's just an interactive novel, but there's <laughs> Sheba's running all over the place and these cutouts and stuff like that. And she's going to uh, play through it a lot more and then she's going to give us a review. So hopefully next week or the week after. But there, uh, there is a dedicated bark button so you can just bark. But so far, it seems as it's like reading, right? You know, mm. so just kind of reading. And eventually there is decisions mm. in the game. So she's still early on. Uh, so we will see how it goes. Cause it just came out on Friday. So it, we didn't have like a lot of time to, oh, okay. to play it. So it, it, that was, it was a really late release. And by the time I got it for her, it was basically Saturday. So it's been yeah. like 24 hours. So mm-hmm. although I would have expected her to finish it by now, well, I think that's going to do it for this week's podcast. We did it. There's all the games. We didn't even have any new games to play, but that means I guess we'll have more games that we have been playing. It's rainy. It's crappy. So time to play some games or, Go back to bed just like Michael. And if you're going back to bed, well, tell a friend about the podcast ahead of time. Just before you do that, just send that out in you know, a little, little text message like, hey, check out this podcast because you enjoyed it. You can go to nintendodispatch.com, find all the latest reviews and podcasts. And of course, you can check us out on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast or Twitch as well and all the things like our Discord channel. So just head over to nintendodispatch.com. And that's going to do it for this week's podcast. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.